All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. This is the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Here's everything you need to know. I'm starting with the global news first. The US is preparing to announce by early December tariffs on all remaining Chinese imports if talks next month between Presidents Donald Trump and Xi Jinping fail to ease the trade war. An early December announcement of the new product list would mean the effective date after a 60-day public comment period may coincide with China's Lunar New Year holiday in early February. The list would apply to the imports from China that aren't already covered by previous rounds of tariffs, which may be worth just under $260 billion using last year's import figures. Equities in the US reacted negatively on the report of this development. Despite a slight recovery in the last few minutes of trade, the S&P 500 and Dow closed lower by 0.7 and 1% respectively. The Nasdaq lost 1.6%. The early rises in Asia, which were also trading marginally lower in early trade, reversed direction with two of the three, the Nikkei and the Kospi, trading higher by 0.8 and 0.7% respectively. We'll have to watch out for how the Chinese markets react though. But there's more news coming out from China. The automotive regulator there has proposed a tax cut to revive the flagging automotive market. That's a Bloomberg story. The move would help shore up the world's largest automotive market, which is facing its first decline in more than two decades as a trade war with the US hits consumer spending power. Tata Motors subsidiary Jaguar Land Rover sells a substantial number of its vehicles in China. The Speaker of Sri Lanka's parliament has warned his country could descend into political violence if the legislature remains suspended throughout a leadership struggle that has plunged the island nation into a constitutional crisis. The capital of Colombo was gripped by political intrigue after President Maitripala Srisena said that he had to fire Prime Minister Ranil Vikramasinghe late on Friday because of an assassination plot. Sri Sena appointed former strongman Mahinda Rajapaksa, who ruled between 2005 and 2015 as the country's new prime minister and by Saturday had suspended parliament. Vikram Singhe responded by describing his outing as blatantly illegal, unconstitutional and opportunistic. In news back home, Bharat Petroleum's net profit in the third quarter halved as lower inventory gains coupled with a weaker rupee hurt the state-run refiner. Net profit stood at just under 1,220 crore rupees, much below consensus analyst estimates. Bharti Airtel is delaying a planned initial public offering of its Africa unit due to the turmoil in emerging market stocks, and that's according to people familiar with the matter who spoke to Bloomberg. The plan to list has now been pushed by half a year, and the company plans to seek an enterprise value of $8 billion. The Indian government has signed a $75 billion currency swap agreement with Japan to stabilize the foreign exchange and capital markets. The rupee closed more or less unchanged at 73.45 against the US dollar on Monday. Here's Darshan Mehta now with the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Darshan, how's it looking for our markets today? Hi Alex, good morning, good morning everyone. The US queues are weak at this point of time and the SGX Nifty is showing a downtick. Remember yesterday was a rip-roaring rally that we saw on the Indian indices. 
In terms of earnings, uh, Tech Mahindra is the only Nifty company that will report numbers today. But lots of mid-caps will report numbers. Bank of Baroda, ABB, Container Corp, Cummins India, Dalmia Bharat, InfoEdge, IRB Infra, Manpasan Beverages, Pidilite, Prestige Estates, Tata Global Beverages, Ramco Cements, Torrent Power. So all these companies will report numbers. In terms of uh, numbers after market hours, BPCL was the only Nifty company that came out with numbers. A rather weak set of numbers should react negatively. Strong set of numbers were seen from LIC Housing Finance, Union Bank. The asset quality was also better for Union Bank. Granules India, Sun Pharma Advance, Just Dial and Thirumalai Chemicals. Weak numbers were reported from DCM Sriram, Neil Kamal, Mahindra Holidays and Resort and HSIL. While it was a mixed set of numbers from HDFC AMC. The board of BHEL has approved the buyback of 18.9 crore shares at 86 per share. The record date is set at November 6th. Jet Airways has clarified it has not defaulted on the lease rentals and is continuously updating its partners on the efforts undertaken by the company to improve liquidity. Bharti Airtel clarifies that the Airtel Africa IPO preparations are proceeding as per plan and there is no change in plan. HDFC Bank has said that RBI has approved the reappointment of Aditya Puri as MD and CEO of the bank till October 2020. And Biocon has said that along with its partner Mylin, they have received the positive CHMP opinion from the European Medicines Agency Committee for recommending approval of Ogivari. In terms of bulk deals, again, uh, after the big drop that we saw on Friday, wherein Franken Templeton acquired Staken Ujjivan, they have bought in another 10 lakh shares in the company at 184.44 each. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website, bloomberquin.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Sarshan. And thank you, as always, for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. Sachin Tendulkar, Virat Kohli, Don Bradman, and now Cyrus Brocha. Okay, probably not in the right company. I mean, Don Bradman is Australian. But it's called Cyrus Says, a wonderful show about everything. Find the show on the IVM Podcast app, ivmpodcast.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts.